the father of the house, and my own special mama. I love to call her mama. Amen. You know, um, I, I don't know if you know what you have in AGP. It's, you know, you, every service you sense the presence of God. Be it a Sunday service, a, a night vigil, whatever it is. The presence of God is so awesome. And our papa and the ministers that minister always have a word in season for us. There is no day we are not blessed. And we want to really, can you help me? Let's just appreciate the father of the house and the mama for who they are, for making themselves available. I've been in this church so many years and I've been so nourished. Man of God, keep at it. Amen. Keep at it. Amen. And the Lord will take you beyond your wildest imagination. Amen. I also want to appreciate them because they give us also the opportunity. He doesn't even know what I'm going to say. And he's not panicking. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So I want to thank God for his life. Amen. Amen. Okay, before I go into the word of God, I want to give an announcement in Luke chapter 5 verse 17. Can I have it? It's an announcement. Luke 5, 17. <coughs> I want it in King James, please. Thank you. Luke 5, 17 says, And it came to pass on a certain day, as he, and this he here is Jesus, okay, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by, which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of God was present to you. I want to announce to you this morning that as you are sitting in the presence of God, the power of God is present to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Just like if somebody is in the presence of ultraviolet radiations, it affects the body. So is the presence of God powerfully here. If you have cancer in your body, expect the cancer cells to die. As the word of God is being taught in the mighty name of Jesus. If you have a writing block, expect it to be lifted. As the word of God is being taught. Faith is your connection to God. Do not expect anyone to touch you. The presence of God is touching you. If you are depressed, receive uplifting in Jesus' name. The presence of God is here. Receive all that you need. Receive fresh grace to go from glory to glory in the mighty name of Jesus. It is not by any man's power. It is the atmosphere in which we are. It is the atmosphere for the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, people. Um, I want to share with you what the Lord laid on my heart to do. And I want to do so in a way that may be a bit unusual, but um, I hope you will flow along. Can I have slide one, please? Look at this. And they love me. These babies, are, I love them. And the last time someone was talking about twins and somebody says, I receive it. If you need twins, receive them in Jesus' name. Amen. And if you need smiling babies, receive them in Jesus' name. Amen. This, you know, these babies remind us of new life. You know, something wonderful. Uh, and, you know, the latest baby in our midst is Anatica. Amen. And we are so proud of her. And she has brought us so much joy. And the next baby is on the way. Amen. 
tell you that before these babies, there is a story. Yes. It's nine months of what you don't even know. Some carry their babies so gracefully, others have every day of the nine months filled with discomfort. But on the day of delivery, I've not had any woman say it was painless. I, painless, no. No woman. Some say, well, God helped me. God granted me grace. I was listening to our sister Humtus' testimony and it was, she just summarized it and said, well, but God saw me through. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Behind these lovely babies, there is always a story. It's, it's, it's a place of pain eh? and of agony and of discomfort. Eh? But we do not allow that pain to stop us from having these lovely no. babies. Is that not it? Yes. Amen. Amen. Today I want to talk about pain, but I want to give you a second scenario before I do that. Can I? You see this person here. What is the person doing? Praising God. The person is excited because Jesus saved that person. Because the person's chains were broken by the power of the Holy Ghost. Because a certain addiction was lifted off the person. If there's an addiction tormenting your life and stealing your joy, receive breakthrough in Jesus' name. Receive the grace to walk free in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus set us free so that we can worship. Is that not it? But if you think, behind this praising, this liberty, this joy, is a story. Can I have the next slide? What is this? It's the cross. I've been meditating on, you know, not just the whole cross, but the hand of Jesus on the cross. Just the hand. I've been meditating. Do you know what it takes? For your flesh to be nailed to wood. Such that if you even try to close your palm, this flesh is being pulled. Eh? I am not a good biologist, so I don't understand the biology of it. But all I know is it's damn painful. And that was the price that had to be paid so that you can come on a Sunday morning and rejoice. Our sins are forgiven. I love the way we dance, but somebody paid the price. Somebody went through the agony. Somebody bore it. And that's why you can rejoice. And that's why you can say, I'm a child of God. And that's why you can stand in the presence of demon possessed and say, get out in Jesus' name. Amen. It is because somebody paid the price. Amen. And today I want to talk to you about the pain that brings life. I want to talk to you about the pain that brings life. You know, as the Lord laid this message on my heart, I prepared everything. And then at around 4 Something, I woke up and said, God, I don't want to talk about pain. Pain is not very nice. How do they feel? Can I have another word, you know, to... And we, we have this discussion till almost 6 o'clock. And finally, I felt the Spirit of God say, Okay, is the message yours or mine? And I said, it's yours. And that ended the discussion. So please, if you don't really like the idea of pain, Forgive me, it's not my idea. Amen. Amen. You know what? I just told you that the pain does not stop us from having these lovely babies. The pain did not stop Jesus 
from bringing you salvation. Oh, yeah. And the pain you need to bear should not stop you from becoming all that God has created you to oh, yeah. be. Amen. Amen. But you need to know about this pain. You know, for the past few months, at least since I've been here, the Lord has been talking to us about impact. Hmm? And impact is about bringing life. Think for me, Ezekiel 47 and verse 9. You see, the Bible says, those of us who believe in Jesus, out of our bellies flows what? Streams of what? Living water. You are dangerous. There is a stream flowing through you. And what does the stream do? The Bible says, and it came to pass, that everything that liveth, which moveth, whithersoever the river shall come, shall live. Amen. Say, I'm a life giver. I'm a life giver. If you don't want your life to change, don't come into contact with me. It's dangerous. I am infectious. If you don't, and it's the same for you, because the Spirit of God is in you. You understand? And so to be at your workplace and be depressed and oppressed and tormented is an abomination. Oh, yes. It's a disservice mm -hmm. to the power that you carry. Oh, yes. Yes. People of God, do you understand? Yes. You know, you are dangerous. The Bible says, and there shall be a very great multitude of fish that we won't come there today. Because these waters shall come either, for they shall be healed, and everything shall live whither the river cometh. You know, anything that is dead, whether in people's finances, in people's marriages, in people's emotional lives, when they come into contact with the river of God that is in you, there has to be a change. There has to be transformation. You understand? And so, when people do not know what to do, and they talk to you, ideas should start flowing. Because the river of God wells up in you. The man of God was talking about impact. And he said, he is trusting God that as people from Amazing Grace Parish walk about in the city of Vagnagin, riding their bicycles, people will line up and say, let your shadow fall on me, that I may walk and, and, and be well. Is it possible? Jesus said in John 14, 12, that the works that I do, you will do. The Bible says, Jesus Christ, everywhere he went, he was doing good. And that should be your testimony. And it shall be so in Jesus' name. You know, that if you are sitting at the table in your family, because you are at the table, the conversation changes. The frustrated receives help. Amen. The man of God said that he is trusting God that the city of Wagner and in fact the entire eastern region of the Netherlands will hear about Jesus. Amen. This building will be bought. Amen. Amen. It shall be bought. I, I don't know the right. It will be bought. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And it shall be a ministry center. Amen. The frustrated shall walk into it and walk out rejoicing. Amen. Because the power of God dwells here. Amen. Amen. It, is, it is what God has done in the spirit. Amen. And he enables us to bring it in the physical in Jesus oh, yeah. name. Amen. You know what? The river of God flows through you. And as you sing in the choir, the songs that you minister give life to the people. I remember there was a song that was sung, God is for me, nothing can be. The song has been playing in my spirit the whole time. 
I am a new man and glorified. Great things are spoken of me. Great things were spoken at you at Feast of Grace. Yes. Child of God, you are not ordinary. I like the way my sister holds on to her prophecy and watches it by the day. Yes. Do so in Jesus' name. Amen. Great things are spoken of you. And as the, as the choir stand here to declare the word of God, I mean, they sing the song. You see that your spirit is lifted. That is impact. Yes. Amen. Impact is when you send a text message to somebody that received grace. Grace is delivered to you. Then the person says, at that moment, I was frustrated. But your text message came at the right time. And it lifted my spirit. That is impact. Amen. And you are a person of impact in Jesus' name. You shall not be ignored in your generation. You shall not be walked over. You shall not be a byword because the spirit of God is in you. You bring life wherever you go. Amen. But... There's a price tank. Mm. But there's a price tank. Mm. You know, we have been told about the Holy Spirit. That is the enabling power of God. You know, these things I'm talking about, you know, I, I was told when I came here that a certain committed member in church at home has died. And I just said, ah, why did she die? Didn't they call daddy? Because if they call daddy, the devil can't kill somebody. Mm. He doesn't have the right. Mm. So I said, ah, what happened? Didn't they call him on time or what? Because I know servants of God are spirit life givers. Mm. Amen. Mm. <laughs> it is the same for you that when a child of yours is putting up behaviors that are so, you just don't go there and say, oh, you know, this child is my problem. Keep quiet. Lay these hands that are powerful, these hands that are blessed, lay it on the child and say, I prophesy to you, you shall not be my problem in Jesus' name. You are a blessing, you affect your generation. Oh, disobedience, lift in the mighty name of Jesus. That is your portion. Don't tolerate nonsense in your home. It is not your portion. You, you see, you must change. You see, there is power in your mouth. There is power in your mouth. So don't accept anything your boss says and come home and cry. Please, enough. You are to change the situation. You stand up in the night and say, Oh, Jehovah. And then you declare the changes. Your boss will call you and say, You know, yesterday I was in the sky. I don't know what happened. And you will say, It was Jehovah that did it. Yes. Amen. Amen. Don't take anything at all. Because you bring life. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. So then, I was telling you about this price that and it will surprise you what happened when Jesus was filled with the Holy Ghost. Mm. The price he had to pay. Please, speak for me. Luke 4, 1. Luke 4, 1. Mm. There's something I read and I was surprised. I said, God. He says, and Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost. Eh? Jesus was not quarter-filled, semi-filled. He was full of the Holy Ghost. And that is our desire. You understand that the Holy Ghost fills us. Okay, so when Jesus got filled with the Holy Ghost, what happened? My goodness. He was filled where? Oh, what a place. You know, I was thinking they would say, and he was led to heal the sick and begin. Jesus, full of the Holy Ghost, was led into the wilderness. Child of God. Yeah. I don't know any way to yeah. paint it in a nice way. But there is a wilderness experience you have All to right. face. Yeah. Because the Holy Ghost fills you. Oh, yes. There is a certain price you have to pay. If Jesus was led into the wilderness, don't expect to be led 
somewhere else. You will have your own wilderness. I don't know how to paint this nicely. Today, the Lord did not prepare stampot. He prepared something else that has bitter leaf. Amen. Okay, those that know, my in-laws know bitter leaf. It is not so sweet like that. Amen. You know, there is a price tag to pay. You know what? Can you beam the same verse in Matthew 4.1 for me? This same verse, the rendering that Matthew gives it. Oh no, it's beam it, yeah. Yes, he says, you see, he was led to the wilderness. What? Oh! Why should the Holy Ghost do that? Eh? You know, God had an agenda. He felt Jesus needed to see certain things. And to go through certain things to be able to be to do the work that he wants him to do in the flesh. Amen. And in the same way as the Holy Ghost fills you, eh, there are places that the, it is not the devil, no, don't cast him out. It is the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Someone is laughing. It is not the devil, leave him alone. It is the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that led Jesus into the wilderness. To have an encounter with the devil and to put him in his place. Amen. Stop crying. Some of the things that are happening in your family, stand and then put the devil in his place. Amen. Stop being, um, I don't know the English word to use, but a Christian that is just always pitiful and powerless and miserable and always needing help enough. Activate the power of God in you. Amen. But when the Holy Spirit leads you into the wilderness, go. Yes. Amen. Yes. If he leads you into the wilderness, follow. Okay? There are four areas of pain that the Lord leads me to share with you. The first is the area of letting go. The pain of letting go. You know, this you know this um lady that we see here she's letting something go isn't it and does she look very excited about it no because you know it looks like she had a certain attachment eh, to that thing that she's letting go but she still bears the pain closes her eyes and has to release it you understand there are a number of things that the Spirit of God is requiring the people of God to let go. You know what God is speaking to you about to let go. I am not sure. What I need to let go is different from what you need to let go. Pay attention to it. Let it go. Let it go. Don't hold on to it. You know what? Jesus had to let go with or let go of the familiar. Jesus was called to let go of the familiar. You know Jesus. Before Abraham was, he is, eh? you know, so he lived in heavenly places. And you know how from the plane you look at the earth and everything looks really small, small, small. So Jesus was familiar with heaven above, where things happen out of time, where you speak and it is done. And then he had to come into a space where he's confounded in a womb, in the womb of a woman and had to come through the bed canal, uh, he was not familiar with that. Mm. Jesus was not familiar with that. God is calling some of us 
to let go of some of the things we are comfortable with. Yeah. And to begin to do certain things that we are not familiar with. That is when the power will be released. Oh, yes. That is when the unction to function will be released. Oh, yes. If you hold on to what you are used to, you know, you say, oh me, if I take less than eight hours of rest, I feel some way. You are not ready to make an impact. You are not ready to take the Badlingen city and the entire eastern region of the Netherlands. You are not ready. You know what? The first day you will feel somehow. The second day you will feel somehow. But grace is given. After two, three days, you will be fine. The unfamiliar will become familiar. Amen. I don't think the wilderness was a familiar place to Jesus. Jesus was not like John. He was living at home with his parents, you know, Mary and Joseph and going to the carpentry shop and all that. But the Spirit of God led him into the wilderness, the unfamiliar. He was obedient to go. I don't know where God is leading you to. Stop saying, you know, I'm not used to this kind of... Stop whining. Just take it. The Lord grants you grace. You understand? Do not also hold on to your philosophies. It's another area where the Lord wants you to let go of your philosophies. You know, my upbringing, I was not brought up to. Thank you very much. Who was brought up to? Pastor Farai, were you brought up speak, preaching to people? No, he was not. He didn't come out of the womb preaching. You understand? And if he had a philosophy about the Dutch people, he would not have been here. He would have stayed in Zimbabwe. And he would not have been touching nations in one place. You understand? So let go of certain philosophy. Well, I don't think women should. Well, I don't think anybody should um, confront somebody in that way. You, you are saving the person. You are not just confronting the person. You are bringing life to the person. The person is dying. The person needs the message of Jesus that brings life. You, so change your philosophy. Let go of all those philosophies. You know this place, things and uh, change those philosophies. Let them go. Let go of your past. It's enough. Yes, and it happens. So what? Amen. Amen. Let go of the past. Let the Lord use you. Amen. Amen. Let go of your pain. Yes, it was a painful experience. Enough. Some of us are still talking about what happened to us when we were children. And it's already 30 years ago. Let's go of it. Thank God for grace. You are a new man and glorified. Stand and use your talent. Amen. So they know that you did this and this 10 years and so what? Jesus renews you. Amen. Let's go of your past. Come out. Okay? Use your talent. Become all that God wants you to be. Let go of your fears. Everybody feels one time or the other. And so what? You know, let the fears go. Amen. The second place the Lord would want us to pay attention to is the place of endurance. Eh? As I see the muscle of this sportsman, you know, the muscle is being stretched. You know, and you see that he sees a certain goal ahead of him. And he's enduring the stress of his muscle to go there. You know, some of us, we are too sensitive to us. We are too sensitive to flesh. Eh? You know, Jesus said something. He said it in the book of Luke. Eh? Is it? Okay, let's see John 12. John 12. And I quickly want to read to you um, 23 and 24. He says, And Jesus answered them, saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should, please pay attention, should be glorified. 
Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and, 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 forgive me, I'm a teacher, fall to the ground and die. It abideth alone. But if it die, or if it dies, yes, then it bringeth forth Thank you. Do you want to bring forth much fruit? Do you want the people in your family to know that you are a child of God? There's a dying that has to happen. What are you saying? That they are ridiculing you, so what? Let them keep ridiculing you for a while. But after two years, they'll come and thank you. Bear it. It's shameful. You know, Mama said restitute. You know, as you go back to the school and the children, hey, say, you are the one who took our money two years ago. It's somehow. But bear the shame. Bear the shame. Make the corrections that need to be made. You know, hi, am I going to open this up to this person? How will it be? Ah, now they respect me. Please, bear it. Let the corrections be made. People of God, these things are smelling under our carpets. They are preventing the glory of God from showing. You can put perfume and keep putting perfume, but it's still smelling. Yeah. You know, Papa Adiboye probably talked about physical odor, but spiritually a lot of us are carrying bad odor yeah. in the realm of the spirit. Yeah. So it makes the kingdom of darkness able to walk over us. Oh, yeah. It's an error. Yes. The kingdom of darkness shouldn't walk over us. Yes. You, you see, ask the Lord, Lord, where are the areas that I need to bear this pain, that I need to go through this so that you can release me to make impact. My family needs to see me. And not in the sense of showing yourself in a selfish way. No, but showing the glory of Jesus in you. You know, the woman of God at the conference said, the Gentiles will come to your light and to the brightness of your shining. Amen. Um, you are not a walkover, children of God. Oh, yes. Amen. So bear it. Enjoy it. Is it shame? Is it pain? Whatever it is, bear it, people of God. There is no other way. You know, the same scripture I read in John 12, the 27 says, Now is my soul troubled. That is who? Jesus. He said, Now is my soul troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. No. But for this cause came I unto this hour. How would it have been for us if Jesus said, Father, I beg, enough. I can't endure again. You will not be sitting here. In fact, you will be stuck drunk by now. And somebody like me, I would have killed myself. Oh, I would have done so. But thank God for Jesus. He endured. He said, shall I say, my soul is troubled. I'm going through pain. I'm you think Jesus took it easy because he was God? I'm telling you, he felt it the way he would have felt it. Oh, yes. It was painful. It was yes. uncomfortable. It was unfamiliar. He was, he was not at peace. But he said, my soul is troubled. I'm tormented. I'm, I'm not at peace. I'm not at, but will I say, God, let it not happen? Mm. It has to happen. Mm. You know, so people of God, bear it. It's uncomfortable. And this, your son is tormenting you and what? Enjoy it. Bear it. Bear it. And stand for this child. The child will come and say, Mama, thank you. We give up too easily. You know, and our testimonies are limited. You understand? Pay it, child of God, pay it. And so that husband is doing all that you don't want to do. When he sleeps, lay your hand on him. My husband, you are a blessing. You will, I will walk with you in heaven. You shall not perish in 
hell in the mighty name of Jesus. Do that. You know when he's sleeping, wake up, declare his deliverance. He wouldn't know, he, he wouldn't know when he would say all those drinks are smelling in his nose. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Okay, so then I give you the third one. The third one is so. Hmm? The pain of sowing. You see, if you want to be a person of impact, don't just be there and expect things to happen. Boom. You understand? Pick seed. Psalm 125, 5 to 6 says, They that sow in tears, they shall reap with joy. People of God, sow in tears that you may reap with joy. What do you have to sow? I don't know what God is calling you to do. But whatever God is calling you to do, prepare. You say, oh, my education is not to read the book. Don't read, read, try. It may take the learned person one hour to finish. It will take you six hours, but still read. Yes. You are, don't give up. Prepare. You know, prepare for that impact. Because you cannot stand on a huge stage and be doing what you shouldn't be doing. You understand? Stay in your quiet place and prepare. Sow into that gift God has given you. And in no time, the gift will be able to speak. So, in terms of the slide, please. So, in terms of prayer, at the place of prayer, sow into the impact you want God to use you to make. At the place of studying the Bible, serve with your hands. Do something in the house of God. Amen. And you know what? Sometimes you are doing it and... I remember one time somebody said, ah, the ushers didn't do well. Then the mama said, hey, give it to them. Amen. Amen. They will give it to you. Bear it. Bear it. The pain. You know, sometimes you feel so big. In your office at work, you are the big boss. But in the church, you are the usher. And then you show somebody somewhere to sit and the person even ignores you. Down ignores you and sits up. What is it? Bear it. You are sowing into that glorious ministry. There's a woman of God who had a dream that God had called her to be an apostle. And then he went to his senior pastor and spoke. And the senior pastor said, okay, take the toilet brush, go scrap the toilet. He said, I said I'm a, an apostle. He said, yes, that is where apostleship starts. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, you will be a problem to the body of Christ. If you do not know how to scrap the toilet, you will just and you will end in hell or you will end without a crown and you would have lost it you understand so into your ministry if it takes scrubbing the floor start from there you understand serve do something with your hand your profiting will appear with time in the mighty name of jesus the last thing god would want to have us do is the aspect of time the lord taught me something he said do you know joanna Jesus started his ministry at 33. All those, no, he started at 30, right? So he did it for three years. So all those 30 years, what was he doing? He saw people sick and he could heal them and he was waiting. Hmm. You understand? He saw people sick. He knew he had the power to heal them. Even when he was a baby, he saw his mother struggling with things and he knew he could change the mother. But it was not time. You understand? People of God learn to wait. Bear the pain of waiting. Do not hurry up ahead of God. It will result in an abomination. You become a shame to the kingdom. Don't do that. You know what? Abraham, hmm? Abraham had to wait for 25 years. How old are you? Eh? And how long have you been waiting? Keep your mouth shut. Amen. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 6. Let's read this scripture. It's important. Hebrews 6. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, thank you very much. He said, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience, please. If anything at all, go home with these two words. Faith and patience. People of God, faith and patience. This generation is not patient. This generation can't wait. We are spoiling things for God's kingdom. It's an abomination. The Lord wants that we will be patient. In faith, my time is coming. When it is time, the Holy Ghost will prompt me. You understand? Don't be in a hurry. A lot of us are saying things before we should say it. You, you understand? A lot of us are quarreling before you are allowed to talk. You understand? A lot of us are going to conduct deliverances we are not allowed to conduct. Then we start coming back with problems for pastor to solve. Please. Please wait. W-A-I-T. Wait. Amen. The Lord bless you. Can you stand on your feet? As the message comes to a close, the Lord said you are for impact. You are for signs and for wonders. You are a glory to your generation. You are not a walkover. I want you to decide that, Lord, whatever it takes, I am going to bear this pain. The same way, Jesus, you bore the pain for me. It's the same way I am going to go through whatever you would want to have me go through so that I shall make an impact, so that my generation will be blessed in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak to the Father. Oh, grace is available. Oh, grace is available. He will not let you alone to go through the painful seasons. He will help you. He will enable you. He will strengthen you. He will empower you. You are not on your own. He helps you in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak to the Lord. Say, Lord, I thank you. I tap into your grace. I tap into your strength. Lord, that place you want me to go, I will go, Lord. I have been saying, ah, I care about my reputation. I will be embarrassed. Lord, now I understand. I am ready. Increase grace, Lord. Increase grace, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Enable me, Lord. I need that strength. I need that ability in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I will not give up and be mediocre. I will stand in the place of prayer, preparing for the salvation of my son, preparing for the salvation of my brothers and sisters, preparing for the salvation of my husband, my wife, in the mighty name of Jesus. Speak to the Lord. There is an area the Lord will want to let will want you to let go of something. I don't know what to change. But say, Lord, as you strengthen me, I trust you. As you strengthen me, I trust you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Speak to the master. I don't know what this message means to you. But the master wants you to go through something. He wants you to be strong. He wants you to be strong. And his strength is available unto you. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I give you praise. Lord, grace is released unto your children in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, that place, that thing they need to stop. Lord, you enable them. You empower them to let it go in the mighty name of Jesus. That fear is lifted. That fear is lifted. For God did not give you a spirit of fear. It's a spirit of love and of a sound mind in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we give you glory. Thank you, Jesus. There is just a small time left and victory is on the way. You cannot give up. Lord, I thank you that you strengthen the hands of your people in the mighty name of Jesus to stand in that place, to see that testimony born. They will not cast their babies, Lord. Their babies will be born. Their testimony will be born. Your people will give life to God and the entire eastern region of the Netherlands. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you glory. Pray and 
So do you strengthen us to go through our painful moments. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Open our eyes, Lord. Give us sensitivity, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you for making us people of impact. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.